This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, everyone, welcome back into another live edition of the Patriots Beat Podcast here on the CLNS Media Network. It is Brian Hines from Pat's Pulpit back with Alex Barth from 985, the Sports Hub. Uh, second straight day with the show here, and we got all the kind of busy stuff out of the way yesterday with the coaching staff, with the roster moves, with the retirements. So if you didn't check all that out and get summarized on all that, make sure you go to the Patriots Beat uh, or Patriots CLNS YouTube page to uh, watch that episode. And now it is on to the fun stuff because it is mock draft season. The combine is next week. So we are going to have mock draft 1.0 right here on, on Pat's beat live. We're going to walk it through uh, all seven picks, all seven rounds, uh, maybe more or less than seven picks. We'll see how it kind of shakes up here, but we can uh, go right to the PFF simulator and we are kind of on the clock here as we want to kick this thing off. Yeah. So as, as you guys know, and just a couple of reminders, since we haven't done one of these in a, in a minute, um, first off, we, some of them we go into with like a plan or with a goal. So like, we'll do one at some point where we say, all right, we're not taking a quarterback in the top 100, right. Where we'll call it the Mac Jones draft or whatever. Um, or we're saying like, all right, we're going to like, trade like this we're, we're specifically going in trading down even if caleb is there at three like for the point this is a learning exercise the point is to get an idea of what players will be on the board at what points this is actually maybe not exactly like this like with the pff simulator but this is something nfl teams do and the patriots do leading up to the draft i don't think they're doing it this early but in the weeks leading up to the draft they get the main decision makers in a room they have other people playing other teams and they, they run through the board and they say, okay, if we get to this pick and these guys are here, or if we get this call about this kind of trade and they run through all these scenarios. So there is actual like tangible relevance to what we're doing here. That being said, some things you guys will remember. So we started off Caleb Williams, Drake may make sense. We do respect the board, which yep. is, you know, PFS mock simulator is, is weird. Me and Brian did a dry run last night off the air and Jane Daniels was there at 34. That's not going to happen. <laughs> we're not going to pick him at 34 as good as it will look. We do. I sometimes we do one not respecting the board draft like super late just for fun. But meanwhile, last year I bitched and moaned about Christian Gonzalez not respecting the board at 14 and they got him at 17. So who knows? Then there but, he was. <laughs> right. Um, so we do respect the board in that sense. Uh, so we'll go through the picks. We'll we'll kind of discuss each one before we'll make the pick. We'll discuss after. Uh, Brian's going to keep, I'm running the board. Brian's going to keep tabs of the pick. So we'll try to reference back to, back to this as much as possible in terms of who we've taken, what trades we've made. If you're joining late and, and you aren't caught up, if you put in the chat, if you remind me, if I'm not going to that enough, uh, we can go to that, but I think that's enough setup. I think that's everything covered. Uh, <clears throat> Brian's got to put up with me for the first time with this. So, you know, Evan did this with me. Mike did this with me. You're up now you're up for the challenge. Um, we start with, we, we start here and I, I think there's a conversation right off the bat because 
who's going second is a big part of this. Drake May or James. Now, in the simulation we have here, Drake May went second. Brian, do you think that there's enough of a belief in both of those guys in the building that this pick is a quarterback regardless of who goes second? So if it's down to Jaden Daniels or Drake May, whichever one doesn't go second? Yeah, let's let's say Marvin Harrison Jr. goes second. Okay. For some whatever reason. I think, yeah, if Chicago hangs on to – oh, did we just lose Alex there? Uh-oh. Technical difficulties on draft night. Let's see what's going on here. Taylor, we might have to call you in from the chat. Uh-oh. Hang with us all. <laughs> he's back. Oh, and he's gone. Yeah, they, no, I'm back. They don't they don't want me making the pick. <laughs> Fine. I don't know what that was. Of course, this is the show. Hang on. Let me let me share the uh let me share the draft board again. We're off and running. Let's hope that doesn't happen to the, the Patriots and they don't get the, the picket on time. Seriously. <laughs> um all right, so that should be good. There we go. All right, so sorry, we were saying. Okay, uh yeah, if like something happens and Chicago keeps Justin Fields and Marvin Harrison, or or maybe Cliff loves Sam Howell or, or something, and it comes down, and you have both Drake May and Jaden Daniels on the board at three. I think at least you know the New England regime. I think one of them they'll like one of them enough to be convinced uh, if they're both there and they have the option at both of them. So yeah, I would expect a quarterback if they're if definitely if they're both still on the board. Okay, so we're we're sitting here in the draft room, and again, our job is to do. We're we're not doing what we would do. We might do one of those mocks, but this the goal of this is to project what the Patriots will do. If it was to us, it'd be Tory Taylor, Iowa. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, are the Patriots happy with this outcome? Has the board fallen their way, or do you think they would have rather had Drake May? I think with Van Pelt's offense. Drake May is kind of a, a better fit, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's who he kind of prefers and maybe who Ben McAdoo even prefers. But uh, I, I could see them kind of getting excited about Jaden Daniels as well, definitely throughout this process. He, he should – I don't know if we know if he's running at the Combine, but if he does, he should have a, a, a really good performance there. So I could see them you know, getting their hopes up for, for Jaden Daniels uh, as well. But where we're sitting at now, I think Drake May would be their, their preference at that quarterback spot. Yes. The one thing I will say, and I'm with you, but after yesterday and Van Pelt talking about the flexibility of what he wants to do, I, you know, I look at it and I have, and you can, I have my big board up on 95sports.com. I have Drake May as QB two in this draft. And if Van Pelt's really willing to be as flexible as he say, as he says he is, they end up with the better quarterback here. Now, I don't think it's necessarily by a wide margin, and I think it's a margin that could be covered by May being a better scheme fit. But I think ultimately you end up with a better quarterback if Drake May falls to three. Personally, yep. that's how I feel. We would not be doing our job if we didn't discuss the other possibilities. So we have Joe Alt and Marvin Harrison Jr. sitting on the board. The only offers we have to move down are for picks 11 and 30. So we're not doing either of those. Uh, we're sitting here. But just your your thoughts on on Harrison and all kind of as we sit here in this position. So I'm still on 
I don't think this pick makes sense for a wide receiver. And, and as good as you know Marvin Harrison is, I just don't think that's the piece right now to add to this roster and build it that way. Uh, and even like I prefer building it through the offensive line in the trenches than a wide receiver. But even sitting at three, I don't know if that would be worth uh, taking a tackle at, at that spot. So if you if you don't believe in one of these quarterbacks and you want to go receiver or tackle that that's when i would really entertain a trade down whether you know daniel jeremiah he had his his press conference today and he talked about some of these trade down possibilities moving down from three to six with the giants if they want to move up and maybe get marvin harrison he said you could get that six pick and three second rounders uh if you want to move back the board even farther to you know we were looking at 11 there we had an offer but he said uh the raiders at 13 you'd get 13 two extra first round picks and an extra third round pick in the future. So, so that's a lot if, and then you could still be in a good range to get a tackle or, or maybe a Malik neighbors or a, a Roma Dunze. So if, if you're not going quarterback, I think that that's my, my preference there for as good as Marvin Harrison is. And, you know, maybe at six, you could still get a Joe Alter and Olu Fashano. Anyway, so, so we never established who has final say, <laughs> but it might be the chat. It might end up being the chat. Um, do, do we want it for our first mock? Do we want to take Jaden Daniels at three or do we want to trade down? I say we take Jaden Daniels for now. All right. So Jaden Daniels is the pick at three. And then I'm going to pause it real quick for a couple of reasons. So we're just going to say, all right, Marvin Harrison, Jr. went four. Um, tell us about Jaden Daniels real quick. And then we're going to, we're going to go from there. Hold You're on. typing. I'll do the Jaden Daniels thing. So for people yeah. <laughs> who don't know, uh, Jaden Daniels, Heisman winner, uh, hyper athletic quarterback put up 5,000 combined yards last year, including 1300 on the ground, 55 combined touchdowns. Uh, he is not purely a runner. I think that's the biggest mistake. He has developed monumentally as a passer, especially as a deep passer. Now he's stronger outside the numbers than he is to the middle of the field, which to me is the big break with him in May in terms of the fit for the Patriot system, but he's also proven to be a very fast learner. The biggest knocks on him are going to be his size. He needs to put on some weight. He's 6'4", 210, 215, depending on where you look. And he needs to take better care of himself. He is reckless as a runner. He needs to slide. He needs to go out of bounds, things like that. But this is a guy that is a tremendous runner, not just at the college level. His rushing ability projects to translate to the NFL. He ran all over SEC defenses, Alabama, Florida, and he is a big play thrower he's not so much going to dink and dunk if you want to dink and dunk offense he may not be the guy but if you pair him with an explosive receiver and that's part of what's so tough about doing this now and why we'll do most of our mocks after free agencies when we have the better picture and maybe we make a trade coming up here brian or do something like that you pair him with a big play receiver and now you're talking about a truly explosive offense or building the early stages of a truly explosive offense anything you want to add to that or yeah, I mean, it's either him or Michael Penix, I'd say, for the best deep ball thrower in this class, right? And, you know, obviously his he's just dynamite with, with his legs. That's such an enticing option to have uh, in your offense. But he did make good strides as a thrower. There, there were still times where, you know, maybe there's a guy running over the middle of the field that's his second or third read, and he might tuck it and opt to run, which, you know, that might not always work. He might not always... Where in college, he's breaking that for, you know, 50, 60 yard touchdown. And you're saying, oh, whatever, who cares? But that might not work in the NFL. So 
and obviously he's got to protect himself, right? People compare him to like Willie Coyote, where he's just running right. around and, and taking all. Willie Coyote. What? Wiley, Wiley, Wiley Coyote. Sorry. sorry, man, you're making me feel too, old. That was like my favorite names. cartoon yeah, character growing up. But um, yeah, like that's one of the big things he, he's got to kind of protect himself, and we'll see if he puts on some size. But is a is a really good passer, especially the deep ball has some good you know mechanics. So I, I think that's a good pick at three. All right, so why don't we hear from our friends at FanDuel, and then we'll move forward in the draft. Get your buckets with your first bet at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams, quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more just visit fanduel.com slash boston and shoot your shot fanduel official sportsbook partner of the nba massachusetts 21 plus and present in ma hope is here first online real money line wager only ten dollars first deposit required bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling helpline ma.org or call 800 800- 327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. So we have a couple options here. Yep. And the reason I have it paused is because you can't, in PFF, if you're listening, let me sim to a pick. Let me sim to pick 20. Let me sim to pick 18. Like, let me pick Jeez. where I want to go. You also can't see... Let me see who's still available instead of just having to keep track of it in my head over here. So the reason I have it paused is, do we want to go to 34 or do we want to trade up? Do we want to trade up into the back end of the first round, maybe find a tackle or a wide receiver, and we can kind of let it play and maybe see where guys fall? The other thing I'd say when we get to 34, do we want to trade down? Or I talked about pairing T. Higgins with a, a big play wide receiver. Do we want to trade 34 for T. Higgins? which is the reported asking price according to the athletic to say, and, and then a later pick. So what's really been kind of enticing to me, and I think you might've even had this in yeah. your, one of your mocks is trading down from 34 because, okay. you, you know, I know it's, you know, enticing to go up and get a tackle, but they only have seven picks in this draft where it stands right now. And you want to try to plug as many of these holes as possible. So if you can move back, you know, it's tough to move back from three if you're picking the quarterback. So if you look at 34 and say if you can move back maybe five or six picks there, get another top 100 pick and try to plug some holes that way, it's tough. You know, you you hope the tackle run doesn't, you know, go past you and you miss out. So it's a little bit of a risk there, but I'm down to maybe go to 34 and see if you can move down if there's a couple tackles there, If you know, if you don't think there's one that you need to take right there. All right, so we're just jumping right down to 34. That's the plan? Go for it. All right, here we go. And we'll, we'll, we'll go back up and look at some of these picks here when it wraps up. So um, other notable guys. So neighbors went back-to-back -back with Harrison, Brock Bowers to the Giants, Joel to the Titans. These all make a ton of sense. That's a bad pick. Cooper to Gene to the Falcons. They're, they're <laughs> they have him really high in this simulator. Yeah. Uh, Olu that's a, like, switch. Uh, they don't really need a tackle. But, like, this put, is where. Put J.J. McCarthy in for eight. <laughs> oh, PFF, if you're listening, let other teams trade with each other. Uh, because this is a situation where like somebody's gonna move up 
make if they're thinking like we're so fine, we can take Cooper to Gene. Somebody's going to move up and take Olu Shanu there, or maybe even at six with the Giants. Uh, so early run on tackles, Swaga goes in the top 10. Um, Roma Dunze falls all the way to 14. Wow. I think somebody would trade up and grab him <clears throat> at that point. Yeah. Uh, Byron Murphy at 15 as a D, he's not even the best defensive tackle from Texas. Uh, Tavondre Sweats, but and Tavondre Sweat might be a first round pick. He's not going 15th. Um, Brian Thomas, in the Brian Thomas goes to 20. That that's that whole thing. Brian Thomas at 20 to the Steelers. That all just makes a ton of sense. To Vlad me. McConkey, 23. Oh, get out of here, PF. It's, <laughs> what did I have these settings on? Jesus. Hang on. Now I'm curious. Did I, we may have to restart this if I screwed up the settings to be too unrealistic because it's going to annoy me. PFF is not respecting its own board. They have McConkey pretty high in this. They have him ranked like yeah. 30. I have I have randomness like way down. Yeah, they have they have McConkey like thirty sixth in Stupid. like who did he go over thirty eight range? All right, so, all right. There you want to trade down, but here's what I would say. So let's look at all right. Chris Braswell at wide receiver. Keon Coleman's still here. Xavier Worthy's still here. I, I'm not surprised Roman Wilson is still here, but like Roman Wilson, Jaylen, there's so much wide receiver talent on the yeah. board right now. We are not missing out if we move back a little bit for receiver. At tackle, it's a little thinner. Suamatia uh, is still here. Jordan Morgan, who I don't love. Patrick Paul. But, like, we can move back a little bit and we'll have options. So, we can trade with other teams, but I like to keep it realistic to just be like, okay, let's see who's calling. We've got Washington at 36. We've got Tennessee at 38. But they don't have a third-round pick. Something to keep in mind. And neither do the Saints, who are calling it 45. 36 doesn't feel like we're moving back a ton, though, does it? Yeah, not really. So, I mean, who else do we... Well, oh, okay, but Washington also has 40. Could do 40 and, like, 67 too aggressive. I was trying to just pull up the trade value chart really quickly. Yeah, see if you can pull that up. Yeah, those... It might be too close. 34 and 40 might be too close. I think this... So you're moving down six 34, spots. 40. And what was the other pick? 101. 101, yeah. That's 30. Yeah, that one's that one's pretty even. 30 uh 34 for 40 and 101. 34 for 40. Are we overpaying or underpaying? Uh they're overpaying. Okay. How about how much? You're making me do math. Oh, I thought you did it. I'm sorry. I thought you did it. I was just eyeballing it. Okay. <laughs> it's like 170. It's pretty. It's like 170. By the way, we, we, we always do. This is what we do. We do the math on the air. We make people suffer through this. <laughs> it's like 170. Oh, it's 175, 174 us, actually. We're 175, if my math is correct. Okay, so they should overpay a little bit more. So throwing on a future fourth, I think, is realistic. And we add some future assets now, which is I'm always people who watch this know I'm a big proponent of. I enjoy, like I think adding few. I always want to come out of the draft with more picks than I had, and and that can mean current, future, whatever. So we'll throw on a future fourth there, and we'll see if this. So you like this? You like this setup? Yeah, I'm down with that. All right, cool. There and we go. All right, so we'll run down a little bit and. None of the tackles went, and only Keon Coleman went to wide receivers. So we are that's, still in great that's shape. Perfect. And Bo Nix is still on the board. <laughs> <laughs> JJ McCarthy, the Giants at 39. That makes a ton of sense to me. Yeah. 
This Definitely. is gross because you just Keon Coleman of the Chargers. That's just you, Quentin Johnson. Right, all you over just again. made that. And didn't they also <laughs> take to PFF's hammer drunk on a Thursday night? Malik Shout out neighbors. to them. So they're just all they're just giving Justin they're Herbert just everything. Back in the receivers, which yeah, is so like anti Harbaugh too. It's like <laughs> right. Well, you're gonna have to cut all their defense. We're just gonna take all the receivers. Shout out oh, to the yeah. Chargers. Hammer all drunk. Right. So right. I'm going tackle here. Or, I mean, Jatavian Sanders is kind of enticing. So but, um... this is what always happens. I end up just doing my mock draft on these shows. <laughs> Jatavian Sanders is enticing, but we wanted to move back for a tackle. Yeah. I, we're not going to have another shot at a potential day one or year one tackle. These guys might not yep. be day one, but they're year one. So we got Jordan Morgan. We got uh, Sumatia. We got Patrick Paul. I don't know if you like Blake Fisher or the guy from Yale whose name I can't pronounce, but. Does anybody here in particular stand out to you? So Jordan Morgan is interesting. He's kind of on the smaller side, right? Yeah, he's or, got. The, we'll, they're worried he his arms are going to check in short. Yeah, so that's a big thing to watch um, at the combine. Uh, Sumatua, he's kind of really athletic. I, I, I like his build, but Patrick Paul, too, like tons of experience, just a huge type of body, which they have familiarity with these cleveland guys in dewan jones so i'd be between him and uh sumatua those, right. would, those would probably be my two preferences i don't know if you prefer one or the i other. am too so this is where again somebody needs to have final say do we go to the chat for final say sure let's go to the chat All right, so you can't tell us to do anything else with the pick suamatia or jordan morgan whoever gets five replies first that's who we'll take the chat is elliot wolf now, yes, the chat has final say. The chat is the G G the GM. GM chat. We were between Jordan Moore, the two guys you see on your screen right there. Oh, no. We said no, Morgan. It was Paul or Sumatia, yeah. right? Kingsley or Paul, yeah. All right, so we've got... All right, I got to go back. So we had Patrick Paul one, Kingsley one, Kingsley two, Kingsley three, three two, Kingsley, three three, four. Oh, that was close. That was close, but, but Suamatia just got it so thanks to everybody for for weighing in uh we'll go back we'll probably if not this mock draft like we will end up going back to the chat we will do more of that but uh sumatia uh brian tell us about him and i'll pull up his kind of bio-ish thing here so former five-star recruit i i believe coming out of high school uh played a, a lot of left tackle I, you can see all the snaps so he played he started a year. full season at right tackle and then a full yep. season at left tackle love that so love that plays both like sides. six what does it say six four three hundred pounds so uh, he six earned six a, three fifteen he earned a spot on the freaks list the athletics freaks freaks list at the beginning of, of the year so just one of these guys with all these kind of, you know, physical tools, he's athletic, you know, which if you're going to this kind of wide zone scheme under Van Pelt, you want one of these guys who can kind of get out there at the tackle spot. So uh, I, I like you're, you're banking on kind of the traits in the power and the athleticism. So I, I like that pick. And I think it's a good pick for, for their kind of uh, scheme fit here. So one thing I always look at with these guys you can call me simplistic, if you want, how much they get penalized. Because I think that tells you in terms of how clean they are. Four penalties this year for Sumatia. Only one was accepted, and he had two in the first game. And then only two the rest of the season over the next whatever it is, 11 games, 12 games. So clean player. I like. I, I don't want to be dealing with my offensive lineman. If you're called for the false start where you get an early jump like everybody does, I don't really care about that thing. Um, But 
Yeah, I I think uh, clean. Besides that, I I just I don't want to do with penalties. So yeah. Uh, Suamatia is the next pick at forty, and then are we going to sixty-eight or are we going to maybe trade up? So what's our other pick? Sixty-eight and one hundred one. One hundred one. Hang on, let me do this. Um, uh, because we're not going to trade up within like five picks. It just goes so fast. Uh oh. So just Jordan Morgan went the next pick. Okay. Interesting to the Packers, which makes sense. And they have uh, Jermaine so- Burton really high too. I like Jermaine, but I don't know about that high. This is also yeah. way too low. Chop Robinson at 45 behind who? What other? I guess no edge guys. Peyton Wilson in the first round feels like a bit much. They just have all the edge guys so far down. Verse and Turner going in the 20s. Latu going at 19. So they've just devalued all the edge players. So basically. Which could think, happen, which which could yeah. in, a, in a draft that's deep at that position. Sometimes logic is, hey, it's a good draft, so go up and get your guy. Sometimes you get the inverse. This, is what, this happened last year with tight ends where oh, we have plenty of options. We don't need to rush. We don't need to rush to pick an edge rusher. We don't need to rush to pick you know, a tight end because we are going to have – it's essentially what we're doing at wide receiver right now. We need a wide receiver, but we looked at the board, and as we sit here, I mean, not that many guys have gone. Like I think Xavier Worthy is still on the board at this point, and – He's not going to get to 68, but the point is Xavier Worthy still on the board. Roman Wilson's still on the board. There's a ton of talent where we were like, all right, let's get our tackle now because we'll probably be in good shape to get our receiver later on. So do we want to move up from 68? Do we want to pick at 68 is the question. We can maybe sim a little bit and see where we're at. So if we're going, what are we, 68 and 101, we could get right up to about like Dallas is at 56, Tampa's at 57, or yeah. Or Green, okay, Bay, so, Green Bay at fifty-seven. So that that I'll would be to, our that would be our trade-up range. Oh, but so there were two guys. I was thinking, man, if we can get within range. Ooh, oh, we and missed Roman. the run. We missed the run. Jatavian Sanders, Xavier Worthy, Ricky Pearsall, Ricky Roman Pearsall. Wilson. Oh, okay. Do we want to panic and move up and get our receiver? This is where I wish we could see the wide receivers that are available. I know. Well, well, let's let's work backwards here. Hang on, I'll pull up the pull up the big board. So. That's where that's tough. We, we, all right. So Xavier Leggett, I believe is still there. Jalen Polk, Tez Walker, Johnny Wilson, Brendan Rice, the Washington guys, Malachi Corley. We can probably wait on some of these guys still. Okay. I'm done. I'm done to wait. And then we have the two 100 picks. Okay. So we're going to, we missed the run. We're going to keep going. Now, ideally they'll sign a good wide receiver in free agency too. Yeah. All right. So we'll keep going here. Yeah. There goes Jalen Polk. There goes Jalen McMillan. Jeez. All right. But we're almost up. And there goes Xavier Leggett. Jeez. These wide receivers. All right. And so, thrash, right. Was that, is that thrash? thrash. Yeah. So we've got Tez Walker, Johnny Wilson, Brendan Rice here, Malachi Corley. I would say it drops off after that. I think Cowing's another tier. We also have Cade Stover's on the board. Ben Sinnott's on the board if we want to go tight end. Um, Edge could be a sneaky need at this point. We can probably wait another round on that. Uh, What are you thinking? Um, I'm just looking at the ones you're scrolling through. I'm tempted to go receiver now after... Ooh, is that Kamari Kitchen still on there, though? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, that might be a respecting the board issue. Yeah, because he's gonna go. You'd imagine. Second he, he's round, good. I think he's a top fifty pick. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's respecting the board at that point. Yeah that that one would be 
really intriguing though. The consensus was, yeah. mock draft website does not like nobody has done, you know, a big time mock draft that's taken him anywhere beyond the second round. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll so we might have we might have missed the missed the boat there. Your first respecting of the board. Good eye. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm kind of feeling receiver after that whole run. Just make sure you get one you like. Uh so this is interesting because we've got two, I think, high ceiling, low floor guys and one high floor, low ceiling guy or Corley, if you like Corley. But I just think he's a little redundant to I want to get somebody who's a little different than Pop Douglas. Yeah, I, I do like do like Corley, but I, I, I get your hesitance there. Um, well, if you, do Walker, you think do you think Corley if you think Corley's the best pick here? I mean, make your case. I'd probably be between. Corley and Brendan Rice, who, and this would probably be where it, it depends on what happens if they make a move at this position in free agency, right? Do you need your big right. body on the outside, which is more Brendan Rice, or do you have that guy and you can get another one of these Z slot guys and Malachi Corley, who's known for, you know, what's his Instagram handle, like the Yak Cane or something, where, yeah. you know, he, he's all after the catch. So, uh, so let me ask you at, this. Okay. Which player reminds you more of Amari Cooper? Probably Brendan Rice. I think you've got to get that guy with to fit Van, it Pelt. In Van Pelt's offense, right? Yep. So, who are you? Are you? And Brendan we also Rice? let's remember we drafted we drafted Jaden Daniels. We want a guy that can make plays down the field. Yep. Now, Tez Walker and Johnny Wilson both they can both do that, but they both scare me for other reasons. Neither one is consistent. Tez Walker had a lot of issues with drops at the senior bowl. Um, he wasn't, he looked out of place at times at UNC. Johnny Walker's just weird. I mean, he, or Johnny Walker, Johnny Wilson's just kind of weird. Um, you don't really know what he may end up being a tight end. Yeah. So do we think Brendan Rice is the best downfield option? Yeah, I'd probably go Rice over, definitely over Wilson. And then after Tez Walker's senior bowl week and, and Brendan Rice was pretty impressive at the senior bowl too. So I probably have Rice over those two guys on the outside. Yeah, this is one too. And again, this is why we usually do them later and we're probably not going to do another mock till after free agency. But you guys are asking for this. This is why like the combine and seeing Tez Walker do the on-field drills would be super helpful. Yeah, really all of them, all of them, Walker, Wilson, Rice. But I think for now, so we're going, we're going Rice. I'd go Brandon Rice here. I, yep. the, we got, we, we got oats. Yeah, we probably should trade it up. But um, Brendan Wright, this is where we're at. Brent, we we want it, we need to add bodies. We can't be moving up too much and burning picks. So we're gonna add Brendan Rice here with the with the uh, third round pick, and then we'll we'll let it go through to uh, to day four. Tell us about Brendan Rice real quick. So yeah, uh, big body. I think six two six three. Caleb Williams is is top target and. It was interesting watching him at the senior bowl because day one, he's beating all these guys with physicality at the top of the route. He's muscling the football away from guys. And then the next two days, it's more separation. He's putting his foot in the ground and, and he's getting, you know, separating at the top of the route and stuff like that. And I keep going back to watching him do that. And Daniel Jeremiah was talking about him as Michael Pittman. Like this is kind of, that's his comp, Michael Pittman, who's someone we're all obviously interested in free agency. So if they don't again, get that big body receiver in free agency or before the draft, I think that would be kind of a good fit for their offense here. So meanwhile, we still do have one day two pick one one was the last pick in the third round. Okay. But I, I got a gripe at PFF again, because Tavondre sweat at 90, um, Cameron Kitchens at 87. 
the hill. There's one other one that would Patrick Paul at 80. Wow. What are we doing? What are we doing? By the way, the Giants took Kenny Galladay, essentially. So uh um, JJ McCarthy to Tez Walker. Yeah. That's their so we future. Got, we got a couple of back-to-back picks here. Now there's there's a couple positions I, I think are and after this we'll we'll hear from our friends, then we'll reset and show you guys what we've done so far. So I think doubling up an offensive tackle here is on the board. I think tight ends on the board here. I think that running back is honestly on the board here. You look at the two-headed monster they had in Cleveland with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They take their running back seriously. You're going to be running the ball a lot. Ramondre Stevenson is in a contract here. I don't hate, especially with the bat. And maybe it ends up being the second pick. We're going to kind of look at these two picks sort of together. But running back in this range, I don't hit. And I think now is when we seriously start discussing uh, edge players. I think now is when we seriously start talking about maybe adding another pass rusher. So to go through it here, and that's too many positions. So I'll just kind of (laughs) run through. Uh, Tight end, we got Cade Stover, who I like for them. Ben Sinnott. Ben Sinnott, Dalen Hooker, we can probably get a little later. Jaheim Bell. We have 136. I would look at those guys in that range. Um. But I think if we want Cade Stover, we take him with one of these two picks. Bucky Irving, Marshawn Lloyd, Brandon Allen, I think are all great be fits. Gone. You, I don't think they'll be gone by this point. I think I was saying more Brandon Allen. I think he'd be gone by this point. I don't think so. Okay. I, now, this is lower end for him, but I don't think it's an unrealistic fall to yeah. the end of the third round. I mean, it's a running back, right? So you never exactly, really know. Yeah. But. Um. But if you want to say Brendan Allen respecting the board, I mean, I I take Marshawn Lloyd over him anyway, personally. So maybe yeah, that's irrelevant. I, I, I love Braylon Allen, but for if you still have Ramondre, I think like Bucky Irvine or Marshawn Lloyd. Uh, you want to pair him with somebody who's a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, if we want to double up on tackling, I know a lot of people like Dominic Puny. I think Chris is he Jones. A, is he a guard, though? He might be a guard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like he I played guard most of the senior bowl. Yeah, another guy to watch. You know, next week at the combine here, arm length length and everything. I know a lot of people like Christian Jones. I do love. I do love the idea of doubling up at tackle. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have what two picks? Two picks in the next four here, so you don't have to take one first. But I I do love that idea a a lot. At some point here, I'd even mix safety in here, but there's nobody that really. Maybe Ty Smith, but there's nobody at this point that really stands out to me. Taylor Demerson uh, is like a pure free safety. Is he? Uh, he. I'm, I'm think, honestly not super familiar with him. Tell he me. He had that. a pretty good week at the Shrine Bowl, actually. So, okay. um, but yeah. I mean, three year starter. Love that. Yeah. I, okay. I just kind of got familiar with him at the Shrine Bowl. So, but so that that would probably be like the safety option. But okay. And then I'm just going to do defense. I'm just going to do defensive front all in one because they label guys weird. Uh, I mean, if we want to go defensive line, I really like Dwayne Carter. Yeah. Um, uh, Ogi, I think it is from Alabama, had a good week. I really like Muhammad Kamara. Yeah. He had a big week at the Shrine Bowl. He's got a lot of nasty in his game. Great motor, gets to the quarterback. Nelson Caesar had a pretty good uh, senior bowl week. Um, and then it probably drops off at that point. But. All right, so we, we've got options here, Brian. We've got options. What are you thinking? Lots of options. Jeez, I don't know. Uh, I definitely like taking another tackle with one of these two picks, and I'd maybe wait till 104. So then that opens you up, 
either you know and there were a lot of tight ends still available so i might wait there but um so i don't know maybe you could work in a defender here honestly well, remember, we can also move back from one of these picks. We, could. we have yeah. that option. We're getting a call from the one twenty five is a little too far to move back. Yeah. Um, I so I I I like I don't love Cade Stover here. Edge guy, like there's I, I I don't think you can go wrong, but I don't necessarily love anything. Look, Marshawn Lloyd here, I think would make a lot of sense. Marshawn Lloyd or Bucky Irving, honestly. Um, yeah, I, I like think both make of those a lot guys. Of sense here. I think getting a speed back to pair with Ramondre Stevenson makes a ton of sense. Um, it's definitely a need. The other position we didn't look at, did any corners fall? I mean, Jarvis Brownlee looked really good at the senior bowl. Yeah. If we want to just go get a second boundary corner. That I feel like they're going to do in free agency, though. That I feel like is going to be a veteran opposite Christian yep. Gonzalez. Um. Look at those edge guys again. I mean, I, I like these two guys. I really do. Do you think one of them might fall to 136? Ebi Ogi might. In reality. I don't know if he will on this, but he might in reality. Um, you know, between these three guys, one probably will. Yeah, I'd be down to go back, tackle, and then try to get one of those edge guys at 136. All right. So who so did we I like? Bucky Irving or Marshawn Lloyd? I probably, mm, I probably slightly lean Bucky, but it's not a big enough gap where if you really like Marshawn Lloyd, I would overrule you. Do we want the? Do we want to? So I think Bucky Irving is a better pair for Ramondre Stevenson. But I think if we're drafting under the idea that we're not going to resign Ramondre, we want our new feature back. I think Lloyd's more of a feature back. Okay. So, do you have a feeling on that? Do we go to the the GM in the chat? <laughs> uh i mean if, if you like lloyd like longer term like that and to have a bigger role I'm, I'm down to go that route all right let's go i'm trying to think are there coaching connections for usc or oregon right now for them that we might be missing i don't think so because it was so either. tyler hughes the receivers coach was yeah. washington. washington highsmith is miami the other assistant the defensive assistant was unc yeah, than like some local schools. So yeah, not not really any ties there. All right, so we want to Marshawn Lloyd. Yep, I'll write him in. All right, so write him in. Back and then to back. Uh, USC I mean, we could take, You want to take Bucky Irving right here at one hundred four? Um, <laughs> Evan would uh, disintegrate in front of us. <laughs> I know. No, Evan said today he wants to pay a running back. Really. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Let's um here, I'll pull this up. Who's our other friend we're hearing from tonight? I got it. LinkedIn. Okay, so let's hear from our other friend, then we'll reset and we'll go from there. Go to day three. This show's brought to you by LinkedIn Talent Solutions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you want to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Uh, it can be a pain right? Finding people for jobs, but LinkedIn jobs definitely makes it easy. It's not just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the very best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many qualified candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. 
LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. It's so easy. See how many easies are in there? They're right. So many easies. Two and a half million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash B-E-A-T. That's linkedin.com slash B-E-A-T. To post your job for free, terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. All right, so let's let's reset the board and then I have a little spoiler up there, but I have, a, I have a little pitch for you. All right, so we took Jane Daniels first round, Drake May went second overall, stuck with the quarterback, uh, traded. Didn't we? Tra- we traded down, right, from two? Oh, I didn't write that in. Oh, okay. We traded first, first one of the year. You know, we're working through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all good. So we. Here. We traded, uh, do you remember what we traded? <laughs> number we traded down to 40. For number 40 and like 101, wasn't it? I yeah, think. and 101. Yep. And then we took Kingsley there. So moved down to add some picks, got our tackle, and then we kind of got screwed on a one run at wide receiver. Uh, but we still end up with Brendan Rice, who I, I do think is a solid prospect. And then continuing with the theme of adding to the offense, uh, we we added uh, a running back at the end of the third round there with the pick we picked up the trade. How are you feeling so far about our draft? I like it. I mean, you hit the three big uh, positions of need, obviously, quarterback, offensive tackle, and, and wide receiver. And then you add another kind of offensive game changer there out of the backfield with Marshawn Lloyd. So this is what we all want, right? Like, hammer the offense in the draft, rebuild this thing uh, through the draft. So I think that's a good start. Okay. So I've got a pitch for you here. So okay, let's hear it. these two picks are, this is from the Broncos 114 and 122, Wait, which is on, worth. The, let's pull the draft back up. That's worth 48. 104 is worth 33. So we've got to close the gap of slightly close the gap of 33 to 48 is 15. Our fifth round pick is worth 16. So that actually more than closes the gap. Uh, getting 146, that doesn't, they don't have a fifth round pick. We're sixth round pick, which kind of kills us here. I have an idea uh, how to maybe get a fifth round pick later. How? Mr. Mac Jones. Yeah, but I want to, I, I want to do the right trade. I want to do a fair trade. Oh, okay. Within, like, within this trade these numbers aren't adding up no unless we actually this this works on the chart i don't know if it will work in here but this works on the chart two fourths and a future fourth for a fourth and a fifth i'd do that i'd move down a a few spots so we're gonna have a gap between 122 and 182 actually if we do actually we picked up a future fourth earlier you could use one of those then to trade back up. Yeah. So this is what two fourths and a fifth for a fourth and two fifths. Yeah, I'd do that. This in theory should work. Let's try this. This, sh- I wish they had a pick and like, hang on. 
Does anybody have two picks coming up? Cardinals, Chargers, Titans. Um, ooh, actually, hang on. The Jaguars, called Jaguars, have 115, 117. And this is a little bit higher, so I'll throw on a future fifth for this. This this is the this is the trade I wanted to make. This right here. 115, 117, on 152. Actually, the other one we can do that's actually a little bit easier. Where are the Chicago Bears? Oh, it would be taking the rest of their draft. <laughs> wow, they got nothing outside of yeah, one. They're eight. not they're not gonna do that. Uh um, no, well they, they'll get something for fields, probably, but right. Um I feel like I'm missing another yeah, team I, that has two picks, but I don't think so. I mean, I like either of those because I feel like there's whoever you want probably at 104 here is probably going to get to 115 or, or 111, and then you move up from 136, but then you still add that pick, so you're not waiting 70 spots in between your next one. So I, yeah, right, I'm so down for either of those. This right here with the Jags, so it's it's 104 and 136, so we're moving down 11 spots. We're then moving up. 20 spots and we're basically getting a fifth for next year's fifth. Yeah. I'm for it. All right, let's do that. That should work. Sometimes you just, sometimes you just, there we go. There, there, Sometimes you got to call them back and be like, please. And they do it. So, cause we still want another tackle. We still want an edge and a tight end. And I think though, if those are the next three picks here, we're in really good shape. So let's see who goes. More run on wide receiver. There goes Bucky Irving. Cade Stover went. So this is where I'd start to get nervous and take the tight end. I like Sinnott. I like all those guys, honestly. I, I do too. I think it's kind of what we want. Like Theo Johnson is that big yeah, traditional tight end. Really impressed with Theo Johnson in um, the senior bowl. Because, you know, he didn't get a lot of uh targets or receptions in that Penn State offense but he was pretty impressive you know as a big guy you can move a little bit at, at that spot so right uh Holker impressed you know I just think back to the Colorado game earlier in the year he had he had a really good game and then Sinnott is like that versatility he can move all around really good blocker which you know AVP might be kind of drawn to at that spot so I I like all those guys honestly I so again it's it, it's what do we want do we want a true tight end, a true like big Y tight end, a big Y tight end who play maybe plays more like a move tight end, a true move tight end who's like a hybrid receiver or a true move tight end who's more of a hybrid fullback. I honestly think with Van Pelt, they might prefer, prefer Sinnott just because of his, his blocking ability. So I'm honestly, I'm looking at the board right now. I think Bell or Johnson would be the guys we have to take now. Sinnott, so maybe we wait. Maybe we wait and, and, and see what happens elsewhere. Because we know we have options. Like, we don't have a ton of options to tackle if we want to double up. Christian Jones would make a ton of sense right here. I mean, we have options here, too. I guess Javon Foster would make sense. Rosengart would make sense. Maybe this is where we take the edge guy. Maybe this is where we go uh, We go edge. Both of them are still there. I mean, I really like Muhammad Kamara. I yeah. I, I I like Caesar. Do you have an opinion on these three? Or I'm most familiar with Kamara. Uh, I think he was really impressive during the year 
I mean, going back to that Colorado game, right? Because that's the one yeah. probably most people watch. Like he wrecked havoc, and you, and then he got kicked out, right? You talk about that nastiness that that he can provide. So, and, and he had a really good week at the the Shrine Bowl too. So, uh, out of those three, I'd I'd probably lean Camara. All right, so let's go Camara here. Agree. Yep. Uh, what right, and you just kind of talked about him. I mean, highly productive player. Um, Highly, highly productive player. Uh, I think he, he he's like third in the nation in pressures this year behind Leitu Latu, and I forget who the other guy is, but he's a top 100 pick. Um, incredible motor. Now, that goes both ways. Sometimes it, it's definitely beneficial, and he's around the ball in plays you wouldn't expect, especially when the play's away from him, a weak side defensive end. Uh, you wouldn't expect him to be in the play, and he's there, but he also does overrun things at times. But just his skill set, his motor – his physical strength. He's also on the smaller side. He's 6'1", 250. If he was 6'4", and playing at a power five school, he'd be a top 20 pick. Now he's not, he's not, he can't teach height, but he's a guy I look at like, if they're going to move on from Josh Uche, maybe you sign a veteran to hedge your bets, but could he step into that Josh Uche role? Maybe by like Halloween. I don't think that would be, that would be much of a stretch. Yeah. So I think you, they need an edge rusher. You get an edge rusher there. Now do we, well, your guy, Taylor Demerson's at the top of the board here, Brian. So I'm he's still, an option. Do we go back to back defense? Do we go back to the tackle? Do we go back to the tight end? I'd still really like a second tackle just okay. with the uncertainty at that whole, whole position. And like Christian Jones and did Javon Foster. Oh no, there was only one pick. No, we've so. got Christian Jones, Javon Foster. I like, and there's other guys here too. I apologize. I'm scrolling. Those, I say Adams. Uh, Walter be, Roost, yeah, Roger Rosengarten, uh, Jones and Foster, kind of two guys, uh, two other senior bowl guys, really like Javon Foster, I thought had a really awesome week, uh, really good in one-on-ones, just, you know, really good hands for when he got, you know, when he got his hands on you, it, it, the rep was basically over. And then Christian yeah. Jones and uh, with Foster, he was a left tackle. Christian Jones, left and right versatility at Texas, like more of that, bigger yeah. kind of tackle that might fit more of like their kind of downhill stuff. So uh, I like either of those guys. And I think that would be a, a good double up either of them, either of them with uh Sumatoa there in our second, our second tackle. So I personally like, I like Jones. If we want to find a third tackle, if we want to find yeah. like a solid, like maybe spot start here and there, but like, he's going to be a solid backup tackle Foster, I think the floor is a little lower, but the ceiling is much higher. I think he has potential starter potential. With Jones, the penalties are an issue. Um, I could go either way. Are we throwing this one to the to the final say? Sure. Let's go to the chat on this one. All right. Whoever gets five responses first, Christian Jones, Javon Foster starting now. Christian Jones from Texas, Javon Foster from Missouri. Yeah, now we wait. All right, we got one for Foster. Two for Foster. This might be a no-brainer. Foster, Foster, Three, Foster. Four, five. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Nobody wanted Chris that, Jones. I don't even see. There's no Jones at all. It is no, all that was Foster. final save fist to the table. <laughs> Javon Foster. Damn it. All right, Brian, tell we us about Javon have, Foster. We shouldn't have even have had to ask. <laughs> oh, there's one. There, there's one. There's one for Christian Jones. All right. So it was like, I think 13 oh, okay. to one. So what pick was that? 117? 117. Offense yeah. Javon Foster. Cool. You type it in. So Javon Foster, uh, let me get a size here. Uh, 6'5", 319. Like Brian mentioned, three-year starter at left tackle for Missouri. I think it was a four-year starter at left tackle for Missouri. Uh, team captain. 
really made big strides this year. And again, we're, we're just following my mock draft. Um, cause it's a, if I, I just wrote about this guy, actually, hang on. I want to pause that. Um, okay. We're, oh, Christian Jones went two picks later. Um, I really good size moves. Well, it's going to be about the technique in marrying the hands to the feet. I think that's probably the biggest hole in his game right now as he gets caught off balance too often. If you can clean that up, I do think, you, I, I think at the very least, if, if you clean it up on a basic level, right? On a basic level, I think he can be a starting right tackle in the NFL. Uh, left tackle, you're probably going to need to go a step beyond that. But yeah, big guy, long arms, mean streak, experienced. It's it's just going to be, he's got to put some weight on. He's got to put some muscle on and just shoring up that technique a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he's got what, like, 34 and a half, 35 inch arms. Yeah. We'll get the exact one again uh, next week, but just like the well, size. So the you, senior ball I have it here is that. 35 inch, 35 inch. Yeah. Arms. So some, he's got some big arms, Autumn. So exactly what you want out there. So uh, you mentioned like high ceiling. So maybe if in a perfect world, you walk out of this and you have Javon Foster as your left tackle and Sumitoa as your franchise right tackle, and you can walk off into the sunset with Jaden Daniels, get well protected. But uh, I think those are two guys, two good guys to add to the line, kind of no matter what happens uh, in free agency and with Michael window over the next, over the next month or so. Okay. So here's what I think we do here. We talked about, there's some tight ends we like and the safeties we liked are gone. Uh, Demerson went and, and Tyke Smith went. Um, none of the tight ends have gone. We have her at 128. So we have about like 25, 28, 38, 48. Yeah, we've like 25-ish picks until we go again. If they start running on the tight ends, Trade I up. think we move back up. Yeah, but we'll see. Maybe maybe we get lucky and somebody falls. Uh, we're good for now. Still good. Heading into the fifth round. There goes your boy Braylon Allen. That's that's low for Braylon. All right, so there goes Sinnott. Nope, but we are now, we're less than 10 picks away. So I think we're in okay shape. Oh, oh, Joe Milton. Joe Milton, the Raiders. <laughs> I, I love that so much. I have no idea if that would work, but I love that so much. Uh, Shaw Wade Smith, by the way, guy played super well at the, the Senior Bowl. Um, College Washington, awesome Shrine Bowl guy, too. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, that's really high for Jordan Travis. That is and really having right. him with him and Kyler makes sense together, but that's <laughs> really high. Um, yeah, the running backs are just all going super late. So, Something to keep in mind. Maybe that's reality. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just this sim. And we are. All right. So Ben Sinnott would have been nice. I I like Holker. I think he's kind of a unicorn. I think now, you know, taking two Colorado State players is a choice. Um, we have I two like USB Holker. players too. <laughs> yeah. I like Holker. I think he's unique. I, Theo Johnson didn't wow me. I think he's like a textbook te2 we're like he's just kind of big and he's there but i what's his carrying trait other than his size jaheem bells like if we just want athleticism at, if we're trying to do the browns offense and we're trying which one of these guys is the closest to um uh why am i blanking on his name uh Najoku. david joku it's probably jaheem bell now he's a little bit smaller what is he? he's like six six three two forty but he's the best athlete, I think, of this group. So that's how I break it down. I know you like Johnson. Um, 
your 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 thoughts on that i like holker too like i think really reliable hands kind of sneaky after the catch not just because he's white but like a, a actual you know pretty good athlete for you know some decent size on him too and you know he can like he's not afraid to get his nose dirty and block as well where you know maybe a jaheem bell is more of that athlete where he's not wanting to block as much so uh I was impressed watching Holker, and I think that would be kind of a good pick there. There late, what are we fifth round right now? So I think yeah. And this is we're we're honestly kind of outside of the respecting the board range for Jaheim Bell anyway. So yeah, um, I'm good with Dalen Holker. I, I I think he's a fun pick here. I I think Jaheim Bell and Theo Johnson, like you see where they fit in the NFL. Holker to me could be out of the league in three or four years. But I think his his ceiling's probably on par with Bell, maybe a little lower. It's definitely higher, I think, than Johnson. We're sitting here in the fifth round. You got to take some big swings. And I think whole, you know, look at all the, the best tight ends in the league. They're all like third, fourth, fifth round picks because sometimes teams will just find guys that are just freaks. Cause that position being a freak, it's like being an edge rusher or safety or, or sorry, uh, um yeah, an edge rusher or a safety. Like sometimes being a freak, <clears throat> you, it just translates. So I mean. You're you're tweeting this out, Brian, not me. You're gonna get ripped for the two Colorado State guys. But I'm I mean, I think you. I think we got two good players. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm tagging you, so you're gonna get the mentions. Too. Do you at least do you at least have the blue check so you get the replies you get paid for them? Uh oh no, I do not. Oh, maybe I'll tweet it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, let's let's take Dalen Holker though here at 152. Right. And you want to pause and uh, we can look at the board or look yeah, at everyone. Yeah, we'll, we'll reset the board and maybe if we want to make another trade or something. Oh, James, ah, I wanted James Williams. I was hoping he'd fall a little bit. That would have been a fun one. Uh, safety for Miami, just with the uh, Alonzo Highsmith connection. All right, so let's go over. This is what we're working with through five rounds now here. We got our quarterback in the first round with Jaden Daniels after Caleb Williams and Drake May went 1-2. Second round, we moved down a bit, picked up uh, basically another top 100 pick right outside there with 101, and then we still got uh, a tackle with Kingsley Sumatoa. There were a couple you know, intriguing ones on the board, but we went with Kingsley there. Uh, round three, we again picked up an extra pick. We went two USC skill position players, Brendan Rice, Marshawn Lloyd. Uh, round four, we traded down again, but we also moved up, and that ended with our first defensive player in Mo Camara. Then we doubled up with offensive tackle Javon Foster from Missouri, and then, as you just saw in round fi- in round five, picked up our tight end in Dalen Holker. So how you feeling through kind of round five here? I feel pretty good. Look, Van Pelt has talked a lot about in in terms of us. So there's two ways to feel about it, right? In terms of the draft they're having and are we doing things that I think mirror what the Patriots would do. Van Pelt has talked a lot about versatility and athleticism. And I think we've added guys that you can do a lot of things with on offense. We've put a premium on athleticism, things like that. I, I I think there's these are all guys that really I don't think we've taken anybody that wouldn't be on their board. The only one I wonder about is Rice, just because like if they sign Michael Pittman in two weeks, they're not going to take Brendan Rice. Yeah. So that's the only one I wonder. But everybody else here to me is like a realistic, very realistic Patriots pick. How would I feel if this was the draft? I mean, they got the quarterback. I'm over the moon. Um I'm not as big of a, a Sui Matia guy as some people. Like when we send it to the chat there, like I would have gone Patrick Paul. Um, 
and then again with uh I, there was one other pick where where I think I was the other way, but like they're 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 you, uh, these are all guys. Were you Christian Jones over Foster? No, I'm Foster. Maybe I'm okay. maybe I'm misremembering. These are all guys outside of maybe Foster who we didn't draft with the idea he's playing year one. These are all guys who are going to make some sort of impact year one. They may not all be every down players. Like Mo Kamara is going to be rotational. He's probably going to have like a 40% usage rate. Holker's your second tight end. You're either bringing Hunter Henry back or, or signing um, Harrison Bryant or signing, you know, Noah Fant and Holker's second, but he's your second tight end. Like he's going to play. He's not going to ride the bench. That's what I, that's what I look for in a draft in the situation the Patriots are at. I don't want long-term projects. That doesn't mean you can't take project players, but I don't want a guy who's so raw he can't play year one. And I think all of these guys have a certain floor that will allow them to have some sort of role in year one. And that, to me, would be the best part of this draft. Yep. All right, so let's head back over. So we're at, what are we at, 154? Yeah. If you We're at 182. To, we have two picks left. We're just about in range where I think Oh, the, the Rams picks went, but I think like Minnesota has two picks coming up. If you want to try trading, you think this is the area where they would trade Mac Jones? If that's the, I mean, they just picked Jaden Daniels. Um, so, well, th- there's a report today from Mike Reese that he still has believers in the building. Um, Minnesota at 157 would make sense. I think they have uh, another one coming up. Yeah, they're there again. 166. Too. Honestly, the Saints. Yeah, at one sixty seven and one sixty nine can make sense because they just uh, um, who'd they hire Kubiak? He's a Shanahan yeah. type of guy. And then yeah, the Rams had so the Rams have one here, and then they have another one down here at one seventy seven. Um, I mean, I let's do this. Let's did any of them take quarterbacks at the top? Is there somebody who missed maybe on a quarterback? So the Vikings didn't take a quarterback. The Saints didn't take a quarterback. Um. Yeah, where'd the quarterbacks go? So JJ McCarthy went to the Giants. Michael Penix. Yeah, Michael. Pe- okay, so the Rams took Michael Penix, so they're probably out. Okay. Um, who are the other teams we're looking at? The Vikings and the Saints. Saints. All right. So the the Saints or Vikings haven't taken a quarterback yet. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, here's the Rams again. Do the Saints and Vikings just have no draft picks, or am I scrolling past them? The Saints never have draft picks. That's that's a very good point. Uh, <laughs> Vikings took a corner right there. The Saints have no freaking draft picks, dude. <laughs> Vikings took an edge rusher. Um, but they also could have resigned. Well, even if they resigned Kirk Cousins, Vikings took a line. The Saints just don't have picks. They just took a defensive lineman, I guess. Um, this, the Saints need to draft somebody because they just need a four yeah. of bodies. All right, so I, where's I, that I, other Vikings pick? I think right here at 166 makes the most sense. Yeah, we could try that. All right, if I can pause it on time. 66. Oh, I forgot I can do it ahead of time. 166 <laughs> for Mac Jones. They don't have a future seventh. Boo. Saints have a future seventh. <laughs> What is this? 169. I'll take care later. As they don't. <laughs> Apparently, this will do it. Two six for Mac Jones. Why not? This is why the Saints never have draft picks. <laughs> okay. All right. 
So what number do we get this year? 174? 174, yeah. Okay. So do we want to do the RG3 Kirk Cousins thing? And get a second quarterback? Yeah. we. I mean, we can wait on that, but like... I would cons- actually have a guy in mind here. We there, I'm not, should. I was typing. I'm not. Are there any quarterbacks him. available? Yeah, hang on. I there's one guy I like here, but I think he went back to school, so he shouldn't be in the simulator. Keaton Slovis. No, <laughs> Keaton Slovis still having eligibility. Um, did Jason Bean declare for the draft? Oh yeah, he was at the Shrine Bowl. I, I don't know why so. he's not on my consensus board. That's really weird. Um, is he on, is he in the simulator? He is in the simulator. So usually there's guys on the consensus oh, yeah, board that aren't right in there, the simulator. Though. Yeah. Um, I mean, he we can wait on him. I don't think we need to take him in the top 200. Maybe we do. I don't know. But like he pairs, he makes sense. He similar kind of offense. Uh, but what? It, so we haven't taken a defensive back. I think taking a defensive back would make sense. I think taking a defensive tackle would make sense. Is there anybody here that's interesting? MJ Devonshire from Pitt's kind of an interesting player. I really don't love the. There's a bunch of defensive backs that aren't in the system, unfortunately, that are mm. fun players. Um, yeah, I don't love anybody there. Maybe there's another edge guy who we can play more as like a hand down. Not really. Tarjon Jeffcoat's a great name, though. Miles Cole had a decent, decent senior bowl. Um, do we want to double up at receiver? Luke McCaffrey's still Luke here. McCaffrey. Uh, Jordan Whittington, who I like, is still here. Bryson Nesbitt is, one, not a receiver. He's a tight end. Isn't he going back to school? Oh, or is that, is there a brother? Oh, maybe. No, it's not. He went back to school. Okay, so yeah, Bryson. Can we just, we'll, we'll Larry Bird it. We'll draft Bryson Nesbitt's rights for next for year. next year. Top 10 pick, yeah. Um, anything else stand out to his possibilities here? I don't know. Like the, I'd be open for adding the, like a defensive back, but none of them really jumped out. Uh, I don't know. Luke McCaffrey double up as a receiver. Like you have your your big body and Brendan Rice. Would you be interested in getting another one of those? You know, type of move guys and and bank on kind of that potential with McCaffrey. You don't think that there's some overlap between Rice and McCaffrey? I mean, McCaffrey isn't really like an outside guy like Rice, right? How tall is he? He's a bigger guy, I feel like. He's 6'2", 6'2", 195. Oh, I didn't think he was that big. Maybe I'm just... Yeah, he's a bigger guy. I mean, he's kind of smaller like Christian, but... um, I keep going. I want to take a defensive back here. It makes a ton yeah. of sense. Is there Who are anybody the corners here? Like? Uh, MJ Devonshire. Is Johnny Dixon the good... I mean, it's a fifth round. Is he the? There were two Penn State corners, weren't there? And not well, Kate, uh Kalen Kane is that the other one? Kalen King. Kalen King's a top one hundred pick. Yeah, Johnny Dixon. We're a little past respecting the board for at this point. Daquan Hardy's okay. the guy you're thinking of. Okay. Um. <laughs> any uh, any thoughts? I don't know. This is maybe we should have just kept Mac Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen, I don't know why Jalen Green's name sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Um, 
Like just when I, I know I looked him up and now I'm trying to remember why. I feel like he was in the draft last year. I think that's just PFF being weird. Um, Yeah, none of these guys really stand out. Do we want to double up a tight end? I mean, we're past the point with Jaheim Bell at this point, but Jared Wiley would make some sense. Brevin Span Ford would make some sense here. Eric All went back to school, PFF. Do we want an interior? Actually, do we want an interior line? Interior. I, I really Holy like um, Eguacon from Florida. I thought he had a really good senior bowl. Yeah, he was can pretty play impressive. center, can play guard, gives you some depth on the interior. We didn't look at linebackers. We got there for linebackers. I do like Jalen Ford, especially if they don't get Okay, wait, there's some good linebackers here. We may we might take a linebacker. If they don't get Mac Wilson back, Jalen Ford projects as a similar kind of player. Okay. Uh, I also like uh Fischio from Washington. He's more downhill. He'll be more Juwan Bentley insurance. He can play some he can play in the kicking game. Um those are a couple of good linebackers, though. Those would be it would make sense to take those guys here. And you know what? We want to take a defensive back. Ford's going to kind of be, I feel like this is probably late for respecting the board for Ford. Not entirely though. Like he, you might be able to spin it that he's like a safety. If they don't get Kyle Duggar back, right. He could do some of the things Kyle Duggar does. Okay. I mean, I'm not too familiar with them, but you're, you're, you're pitching a, a good case here. So I don't see anyone else like really jumping out. Um, I like the UNC linebacker, but he's not there. So yeah, I, I, unless I, hang on, unless he's there as an edge guy. No, he's not. No, um, yeah, I'd, I'd be down for Ford if that's where you want to go. We, usually, there's like a, a sixth round defensive tackle that I oh Gabe Gabe Hall Gabe had a good senior role. Yeah, you could probably wait on him though. All right, we're going to go a little – it's a little late. Let me let me look at where Jalen Ford's going. I want to make sure we're respecting the board with Jalen Ford here because on the on the consensus big board, he's 145. Yeah, people are taking him like the sixth, seventh round. I think that's fine. We're in the fifth. Oh, we're in the fifth. Yeah, we can take Jalen Ford here. All right, we'll take Jalen Ford. Or we could trade down and add more picks. <laughs> I'll just take Ford. All right, we'll so take Jalen we Ford here. And then – we wanted to add a quarterback, right? And then what was there was one other thing we wanted to add. Was it a corner or an interior lineman? I like the idea of adding an interior lineman. Yep. I you're the Wisconsin guy. I mean, board does Bordellini do it for you? Uh I like him or I mean I was impressed with the the Florida guy too during the senior the senior bowl. I would take him here. What pick are we at? 182. 182. Although we're yeah. still not getting that that secondary play, but it's just there's like nobody in the secondary that's exciting. I don't mind uh Keaton Oladapo. I haven't done a ton of work on He's him. Tell me about him. Kind of like that that would be a move if you don't re-sign Kyle Duggar. He's one of those like kind of box safeties, uh pretty good athlete, pretty good range, like that that would be kind of the Kyle Duggar. Like, that would be like the day three Kyle Duggar replacement. Okay. So uh I wouldn't, but he'll he'll probably be there. What are we at? 229 and 182. 229. I still want to take Jason Bean, though. I think closing out the draft with Jason Bean makes okay. sense. 
Um, could you, yeah, could it, you trade it, down it and really, add? To? We could try. It really falls off at corner, man. Yeah, it, does. it really does, and that's something good to know. Uh, let's see. Can we trade down? Uh, where are we at? One eighty-two. Move down to like who? Who do they have connections with in that in that front office there? Where the Packers? <laughs> Packers all the way two hundred three. That's a little too far. Uh, who else do they have connections with in that uh, front office? Um, you know what? Because it's the anti belt It's the post Belichick era. They're doing everything the opposite of Belichick. We're trading to the Colts. The Colts. <laughs> yeah. So we'll move down three spots. Uh, sorry, move down. What was that man? What is move it? Down 180... 11 spots. 182 to yeah. 193 and 232. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move down. We didn't love anybody on the board. We'll see who goes here. Colts accepted it. Oh, and they took uh, McCaffrey. Okay. So there you go. All right. Little bit of run on linemen there. So now I think we grab, we grab the interior guy. Go with that. You want the uh, from Florida? Yeah. Thank you, Akon. I keep butchering. Yeah. That. Is this the sixth round? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to the seventh. Now we see who goes. We appreciate putting... everybody hanging with us the whole way. We're actually gaining people as we get into late, later rounds here. I'm just putting um, Kingsley E because I'm not. Yeah, strong. that's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, this is where I think we take the quarterback and we take Jason Bean. I just think he's going to run a similar offense to the one that Jaden Daniels runs. Uh, big arm, pushes the ball down the field. Uh, mobile, can run around a little bit. Um, trying to find his like rushing stats here, but I can't. Um, but yeah, I just, I like him. He's experienced. Uh, yeah, I think Jason Bean's the pick here. Yeah, yeah go for it. back on that. No, that's and, good. And then here's where I think we grab our defensive back, somebody who can play on special I'll, teams. If all Dapo's there, I, I'd take him. I think that's a good pick. So he's a, I was just looking at my my uh, senior bowl notes. Remember, yeah, it was Wednesday practice. So day I don't two. think he isn't he supposed to be like a one top one fifty pick? I don't think so. I think he's supposed to go a little higher than this. Uh, remember, um, it was the Wednesday Shrine Senior Bowl, so they ended one of the teams ended with like the one on ones. Yeah. He was he went against the Minnesota tight end and he like knocked away the ball and coverage and that that's one of his things like he's the box safety like Kyle Duggar but he's supposed to be a little bit better in coverage against tight ends. You no, know, so. we and I'm looking at it. Most of the mocks have him going in the seventh round. He's okay. skewed by one guy that took him in the second. So we'll we'll <laughs> if I get yelled at for not respecting the board. That was Mister Aladapo who took him. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, and that's that. So I'm going to stop sharing this because if you guys see the PFF grades, you yell about nonsense because they're all terrible. Um, and uh, so while, while, while I get this set, why don't you pull up the uh, pull up the final board there and we'll take a look at it. Or here I can there we just go. adding okay. Adapo, Oregon State. All right. All right. So, run us through it. <clears throat> we start off. Jaden Daniels again. Caleb Williams went one to Chicago. Drake May goes two to the Commanders. So we get our quarterback of the future in Jaden Daniels. Move on to round two. Slight trade back down the board. Pick up basically another top 100 pick at 101. Uh, we like the tackles plenty. There are a handful of tackles still at 34. So we thought that was worthwhile to do so. And then we still got one of the guys we liked in Kingsley Sumatoa at 40. Uh, on to round three, 
two USC playmakers. We get our wide receiver and, and Brendan Rice, assuming the Patriots don't get one of these big body X receivers in free agency. So we get Rice. And then we get a running back, Marshawn Lloyd, who will make a good compliment to Ramondre Stevenson in, in that backfield, more of a speed back. <clears throat> uh, moving on to round four, uh, we trade down and we also move up in, in the process. And we get our first defender, Edge uh, Muhammad Kamara, out of Colorado State, just a really like kind of violent, nasty pass rusher. Good, good uh, guy to add in the mix there. And then we double dip offensive tackle Javon Foster, pretty good, you know, well, really good length at the position and a pretty high ceiling at that tackle spot. Uh, staying offense again, round five, we get our tight end and Dallin Holker. And then we move Mac Jones in round six. Uh, that was to Minnesota, or that might have been round five, actually. I might have the number wrong there, but move Mac Jones there on day three, pick up another pick, and we use that on linebacker Jalen Ford. Uh, from Texas, and then we traded yet again, and we kind of shored up some depth along the offensive line with Kingsley. Still don't know how to say his last name. Uh, interior <laughs> lineman from Florida. He can play center. He can play the guard spots. Uh, and then we double dip at quarterback with Jason Bean and a kind of versatile box safety and Keaton Oladapo to close it off. So, what are your thoughts on the draft? Yeah, I thought again we got a lot of guys that are going to be impact players year one uh or not impact players but i think we realized a lot of guys are gonna be factors year one a couple of impact players i like where we doubled up uh i think we hit on a lot of things um my one question would be like this is kind of banking on them making a big splash at wide receiver and free agency if they do yeah. that i feel really good about this draft if not i still don't know if you have quite enough but I, I mean, I would say this is a solid draft. I think that there, there are opportunities to do better, but I, they could certainly do a lot worse. We came out, I think, with a couple of future picks too, or at least one future pick. So, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think this would be a solid draft. I think this would be like a solid B draft. Yeah, we, we definitely missed the, the run at wide receivers. That went fast where, you know, you missed out on maybe a Roman Wilson or one of the Washington guys. And then... I think we both would have liked to add a corner at some point, maybe early or late on day three, but that run, we kind of missed that run too. So uh, maybe those were two spots going forward that we could, we could improve on, but I think, yeah, I'm with you in that B range. I think it's solid. So again, next time we do this, we'll do it, you know, post free agency. We'll kind of have a better idea of what the roster looks like. That will certainly help. Um, but and if we want to take a couple quick comments from the chat on what they thought on what, on uh, what we did. Um, somebody said wide receivers to be in the second. Somebody brought up uh Rasheen Ali. I liked him, but he, he tore his shoulder. He's probably UDFA at this point. I mean, we could sign him as a UDFA probably at this point, and that would be a good signing. Um, anybody else, any other thoughts on the draft? I think they all devolved into their own mock drafts. Somebody really liked the old Adapo pick. So there you go. Someone, uh, someone was really, trying to get me to take a kicker yeah i just not have heard jeremy springer's press conference <laughs> yesterday and realized that chad ryland is back but uh i don't think they're gonna draft a kicker again that would be surprising yeah so um somebody said we didn't take dylan lobby it just it didn't work with where we were at yeah. um brownlee went early brownlee went i think late day two early day three um, so he was off the board. We, we talked about him at one point, but we just had more pressing needs. I think that was when we were in those back-to-back -back picks, 
with with 101 and 104. I think we had talked about taking him there, but Marshawn Lloyd, Mo Kamara are going to do more for you at this point than, than Jason Brownlee is. You have Christian Gonzalez on one side. You just bring in a veteran one year, 10 million. Maybe it's Steph Gilmore to to play on the other side, and you're you're in great shape there. And then with Jonathan Jones as well. So I I I like Jason Brownlee as a player. I'm not necessarily upset we didn't get him. I think we there's always guys that are good picks, but can you make a better pick? Right. Jason yep. Brownlee would have been a good pick where we talked about him, but I think we we made better picks. Yep. Uh Ryan said cornerback and tight end are more of a need than this draft shows. I think we, you know, we just kind of said we would have liked to add maybe a, a late round corner and uh, someone mentioned Cam Hart. Uh, I like Cam Hart in that range, maybe as a late round guy. But tight end, it's like you either move back in round one for Brock Bowers, or you know we thought about Jatavian Sanders at forty, or maybe moving up. But if you miss on those two guys, like you're probably in that range that we picked, Alan Holker with one of those, you know, Ben Sinnott, Theo Johnson. Like that's the next kind of group. So I, I don't know. I think you, it's either Bowers and Sanders, or, or you're kind of waiting at that tight end position. It's just not as deep of a tight end draft where you either have to attack it or you wait and you see who falls to you. There's no real kind of in the middle. Um, I'd agree on corner two. Again, we got to the point where the board just, we tried. The board evaporated real, real quick and you don't take a player just to take a player. Yeah, And that's one where, you know, again, I this is, it'll be easy after, <clears throat> let's say we go through the free agency, they sign two great tight ends. We probably emphasize taking a corner more Whereas, yeah, you assign luxurious Sneed, we come back and I was going to talk about us not taking a corner. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. But I, 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 we're you're not going to be able to get everybody in need in this draft just with the way yep. the roster is at. But I think we were able to get a good foundation. Like I think Jaden Daniels is a potential foundational piece. Uh, Sue Matia is obviously a potential foundational piece. I think Mo Kamara can be on defense. I even think Holker. I mean, he's probably a little further away than some of those other guys, but could he become a foundational tight end? Yeah, I think that's possible. So we we got some guys that I think you look at and you say, all right, these are guys we can build around for at least the next four years and hopefully beyond that. Uh, it, and that to me is what they need to do in this kind of draft. Yep. Yeah, I mean, going quarterback, offensive tackle, wide receiver, first three, that seems like kind of the money, money picks in some order of those. So uh we hit those there so uh any last thoughts you got or we can uh, no we got to get going because the dynasty is going to drop soon so i know oh, we have dynasty and bruins it's it's a packed night so <laughs> uh so we'll get out of here again that was mock draft 1.0 uh one of us will post it on twitter probably me so if you want to come and yell at us again even more on there uh feel free to do that my twitter is at I am Brian Hines. Uh, head over to patspulpit.com. I have tons of stuff up there from all the press conferences yesterday. Uh, Alex's Twitter is at RealAlexBarth. He doesn't have it up, but at RealAlexBarth. Head over to 985thesportsub.com to read his work. Uh, thank you all, as always, for tuning in to our first mock draft. We will be back uh, next week, probably talking about the Combine as we get ready for that. So tune into that, and we will see you guys then.